In the shadows you can hear the sounds The rumble of a hundred hellhounds Cries the banshee, terror of the go. You all they can't see if they just know where to go It's the creature It's the creature It's the creatures from the supernatural And welcome to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast, a podcast dedicated to the television series Supernatural, where we talk about the monsters, creatures, mythology, lore, and history of the individual supernatural mumbo-jumbo gobbity-gook that happens in every single episode. (laughs) So from here on out, every introduction of that is going to be completely different. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I am your co-host, Kat. And today's episode is Bugs, which is from episode 8? Yeah, I was frightened when I saw the title of the episode we were doing today, but then I rewatched it like a week ago and I was like, oh, I don't have to study bugs. I can just look at Native American curses and be all right. Curses in general, all sorts of curses, with the exception of cursed objects, which we're not going to cover. We will get to cursed objects eventually. Someday, yeah. So the episode uh, Bugs, uh, Cat has the synopsis for. Yes. After a construction worker is killed by insects burrowing in his brain... Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I Every time I've watched that episode, I just have to cover my eyes. I can do most slasher movies, but when it comes to bugs, I'm like, no. No. Sam and Dean investigate the town's history and find that the new housing development is being built on sacred Indian land. The Indians put a curse on the land after their reservation had been ravished and destroyed. Sam and Dean must find a way to survive and kill the deadly swarm of bees, locusts, spiders, and beetles, and all things I hate. Just all sorts of a lot of bugs in this episode. Lots uh, and lots of lots of insects. My in- worst nightmare. Is it? Pretty much. What's it? Do you have a Do you have a second? Do you have a second worst nightmare? Killer clowns. Or Killer something? clowns. Killer clowns. Okay, so when we get to season two, you'll be like, oh no. Used to be public speaking, but. I've gotten over that. Yeah, you do this podcast now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you do a YouTube channel. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Heather and I will have to kidnap you and drag you to go see It when it comes out later this year. Actually, I wouldn't mind that. I don't, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll have nightmares for days after that, but I would like to see that anyways. Gotcha. Well, that will be happening uh, hopefully at some point, uh, and we don't have to uh, worry about you being off to college when, when it happens. So. Uh-huh. I was trying to find a bit, a clip from Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, where Chekhov's like, it was Khan, Captain! He put things in our ears! And there's this scene where Khan sticks these, like, cockroach little snail things into Chekhov and the other guy's ears or whatever. Uh. They had to mind control them. Uh. <laughs> but that's no. not quite like this episode. That'd be more like from season six, where they're, like, they have the leeches that they have to, like, sh- electrocute out of people's bodies. and it's Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like John Carpenter's The Thing, so... But I digress, we'll get there eventually. And this episode takes place in um, Oasis Plains, Oklahoma. Yes. And it was directed by the late, great Kim Manners, who we have mentioned many times as being one of the best television directors of all time. Um, Look up Kim Manners for more information on his 
amazing le uh, legacy. One thing we didn't mention in the last episode, which I always like to mention, is a favorite song that's played. And in this, at the bar, we get Def Leppard's Rock of Ages. Oh, yes. That is on my Supernatural playlist on Spotify. Yes, absolutely. Um, isn't that also the name of the song that Dean plays when he rolls up to the yeah, graveyard? Yeah, that's like one apocalypse? of the most epic music scenes in all of Supernatural's history. Ding, 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 Hey, boys, what's happening? So there are many different types of curses, and we're not talking about a curse like you say, the fuck word or something like that. Yeah. However... There was an episode of uh, uh, South Park. Remember, there, uh -huh. th there was the cursed word episode, and they kept they had a counter of how many times they said the f word, and yeah. it became a cursed word upon the town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can make up a curse. I can make up a curse. You don't have to have been like a witch or, or a god or, or um, had an ancient Indian burial ground like it's pet cemetery or something happening which yeah. is basically what this episode is heather like. makes up curses against me all the time oh what does she curse you for terrible the viewers on youtube or something or the 12 days of heather miss oh. she gets angry because of that what does she get what has she cursed you with many things like for, for starters getting my videos restricted on youtube oh that was her okay oh, yeah. that's I, what i'm blaming it on it's all your fault heather oh okay i thought she was gonna like curse you with like reverse benjamin button you were gonna just start like aging backwards as <laughs> <laughs> she like grew more like vibrant as a young woman or whatever into her age or whatever you just started like croning out and everything actually i used to make fun of her all the time because i was like two inches taller than her and now we're the same height and i'm not growing so you still look taller than heather I do? A little bit. Oh, okay. Um, it's because you're skinnier and lankier. I don't know. <laughs> not that Heather's not skinny. I'm not saying that. So <laughs> We were talking about her like she's not even here like we were in high school. That is wrong. <laughs> Heather, I'm sorry because her parents listen to this. Oh, no. Okay. Well, we love Heather, <laughs> so don't curse us. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Cornwell. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought this was a supernatural podcast. I thought this yeah. was reverted to high school drama. Anywho. Anyways, oh, curses. Curses. <laughs> We're going to get cursed for this one. Do you see what we set up? Ah. Uh. <laughs> so I actually wrote a story about curses once. You uh, did. I did. High school. You're in high school. Mm -hmm. It was about two competing um, high schoolers trying to be become valedictorian. And one loses and one wins. And the other, the loser puts a curse on the winner, uh, with uh, like uh, like a body horror curse. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was co-writing it with um, somebody who um, who was a super huge anime fan, and we were actually going to turn it into a manga comic book. And throughout the story, her boyfriend tries to find out. Like we, the audience, know what what happened. But throughout the story, the boyfriend of the valedictorian is desperately searching. Oh, to find a way to reverse this curse. And mm -hmm. she has all sorts of body horror stuff happen to her. And my artist w thought it would be a great story for like body horror high school girls because of what you guys go through in high school mm -hmm. and stuff. And so she ha starts having all, she, she was coming, she was showing me all these sketches of like the worst things happening to this <laughs> poor girl. And I can't even describe it. it it's so bad. But, um, that could be an interesting movie one day. Yeah, totally. Like with high school girls going against each other. Yeah, in a way. totally. I mean, I'm surprised. I just wrote it for you, Hollywood. I there could you go. direct it. Yeah. There you go. All right. Put you in the credits. All right. What do you even need to go to college for? We could just make <laughs> we, we could just make this movie and become famous. Well, um, I need equipment. Okay, so in four years when you come back. Yeah. All right. When I have all this equipment. All right. That script go. will be waiting for you in four years. All right. Or that could, that could be your 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 college um 
That could be my senior capstone of college. You making this movie? Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's mainly on Native American curses. Correct. And I don't... There are other episodes of Supernatural that deal with with, with curses, so um, we'll probably skip over those and kind of deal with all sorts of curses in this. Yeah. Uh, curses have been around in different forms of... Uh, of um, fiction and pop culture i mean look at uh recently in theaters was beauty and the beast and that is all about a curse it's yeah. about a um a young boy who makes fun of a witch and his curse that tend mm-hmm. i never understood that plot line but beauty and the beast is one big example of using a curse to disfigure somebody in some way still haven't seen the new version of that yeah i'm not really interested in stockholm syndrome <laughs> what are some examples you of curses you have found Katrina? okay well, actually, I found one that could be what um, they based off in this Supernatural episode, because it is a Native American curse, and it's off the the chief Cornstalk. Yes, that guy. Did you read about him, too? No, I didn't know. Was he a real guy? I think so. Oh, that's so cool. I'm pretty sure, yeah. He lived from 1720 to 1777. You're a liar. I am? No, that's what he tells Dean, remember? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say. No, he goes, really? you're a liar. I don't like talking to you. I like talking to him. He tells the truth. <laughs> that's right. Two white men show up to a Native American and just start lying to him. Good job, Dean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, so the story behind this is that he was the chief of the Shawnee Indians. Okay. This happens around the time when... The American Revolution was taking place right after that. Actually, I believe that the Shawnee Indians were trying to stay neutral in the revolution. They didn't want to help either the British or the um, Americans. It says that if they were to choose a side, they probably would have gone with the Brits because the settlers had been taking their land and they wanted to get it back. But they never officially took a side. And the story goes that this is during the American Revolution they were going to the Americans to actually warn them of an impending attack, and they wanted to just talk with the settlers and work out something so that they wouldn't lose any more of their land and so that they wouldn't get mixed up in all this conflict. But as they approached the fort, they were taken prisoner mm-hmm. by the Americans, and they were held while they were being held prisoner, there were some other Indians that came and attacked the fort, and... Because these people attacked the fort, the Americans turned on the Indians and killed them there when they hadn't done anything wrong. It was like a completely different tribe. So as he was dying, he said the curse. Here's the whole long curse. This is supposedly what he said before he died. I was the borders man. Many times I have saved him and his people from harm. I never warred with you, but only to protect our land. I refuse to join your pale-faced enemies with the Redcoats. I came to the fort as your friend, and you murdered me. You have murdered by my side my young son. For this, may the curse of the Great Spirit rest upon this land. May it be blighted by nature. Wasn't that sort of what happened in the episode? They mm-hmm. said nature would turn against them. Yep. And may it even be blighted by its hopes. May the strength of its people be paralyzed by the stain of our blood. Isn't that pretty similar to what happened in the episode i like was reading this and i'm like this is like almost exactly like what happened 
If you want a great list of uh, curses, um, there's a great YouTuber I watch all the time named Matthew Santoro. Um, <laughs> do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yes. Yes, he does. He has a top 10 cur- real-life curses videos. Uh-huh. Also, his new videos, if you watch, you got to wonder what type of camera he's using. Yeah. Because the cam- it's such great yeah. HD quality. It looks like he's right there with mm-hmm. you. That's amazing. I want to find does, out what camera that is. Oh, he's so good. No wonder he's so popular. And he also has like the top 10 cursed objects, which we could get to later on when yeah. we get to that episode with uh, Bella. And then uh, the top 10 cursed uh, movie franchises of all time, like mm-hmm. Poltergeist, which yes. we're going to cover in the next episode. Poltergeist has like a curse upon it because of the people who died. Yes. Uh, the legacy of playing Superman has a curse upon it because George Reeves died. Christopher Reeves died. Uh, you know, the actors who have played Superman have had no career whatsoever afterwards playing him. Uh, you know, Superboy, Dean Cain, and uh, Tom Whaling, they, you know, they, they kind of like disappear, you know. Mm-hmm. Tom, more or less, because he really didn't need to work anymore. He was on a show for 10 years. But, you know, there was always been the curse of Superman that followed it and, and such. Um, and then um, the, the Twilight Zone curse, There's like, because people died making the Twilight Zone movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that guy Matt has I, I, I wish we had actually watched his video uh, before doing this so we could see but if you go to Matt, uh, Matthew Santoro's YouTube page and look up 10 real life curses that actually killed people you can check it out you can uh, see what we're talking about yeah. but he does list his sources which we will use as well and then uh, one of the, uh, the one of the most well known curses is the curse of King Tut mm-hmm. the, uh, when the legendary tomb of King Tut was found it uh, everyone who found King Tut's tomb has died. Yeah. Which... Have you watched the original, like, mummy movie, like the really old black and white one? With Boris Karloff? Yeah. The classic one? Yeah. The good one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember who you're talking to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I'll be honest with you, as much as I like that movie and adore it, I just... I have a thing for um, Brendan Fraser <laughs> a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> I might be because Rachel Weisz is in it, but that might not be true. But I, I uh, that whole thing about like Egyptian mummy curses is probably the biggest thing you think of when you think of curses besides witches. So there's the My Way killings. The number of people who have died singing My Way by Frank Sinatra on karaoke bars is very high. We have the Crying Boy curse. Uh, refers to uh, Bruno Amadio, which was a mass-produced and particularly popular between a painting by Bruno Amadio between the 60s and 80s. Uh, the painting is a boy in tears, and whoever owns the painting is cursed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's cursed. More Here's of a cursed a, object. another interesting curse I found. This one's another one related to Native Americans, the curse of Tippecanoe. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Heather's not here, so I'm lost. <laughs> but anyways, it's, this one's really interesting. It's that um, after William Her- Henry Harrison, the American president, every president after that who was elected in a year ending with the zero, with a zero, yep. will die or like while they're on, um, will die while they're president. Or have like wait start over okay okay let me yeah the curse of Tippano which is a curse I guess that was created by Native Americans I don't I can't find the tribe exactly but it's a curse that basically if an American president is elected in a year ending with zero they will die during their presidency and this is interesting how so their presidency ends with zero yes they'll die that year. No, not that year, but they'll they'll die during their term. So Donald Trump should die in the next four years. When was he? No, he was. 
he elected. leaves office in 2020. No, he he was elected in 2016. So oh. It's the year that they were elected. Okay, so Barack Obama's safe. George Bush is not safe then. Yeah, actually, I was looking through all of this and... But it ends in a zero. Yeah. Okay, so, but George Bush became president in 2001, so he's safe. Mm -hmm. And so is Hillary, so is Bill Clinton. Well, here, let me read. So, okay. Wikipedia has the, all the list of every president that was elected in a year ending with zero. Okay. William Henry Harrison, he, he died of typhoid, I think. Typhoid. Typhoid, that's it. Okay. Abraham Lincoln... He was assassinated, assassinated. Yes, by John Wilkes Booth. James A. Garfield, mm -hmm. assassinated. Mm -hmm. Within a month of him becoming president. Mm -hmm. William McKinley, assassinated. Warren G. Harding, he that one is uncertain. It was either a heart attack or a stroke. Uh -huh. Franklin Roosevelt, he died. It was some sickness. It was like a hemorrhage or something. I don't know. It doesn't say how Franklin Roosevelt Wait. died? Cerebral... Hemorrhage. Okay. Hemorrh hemorrhaging. Hemorrhaging. <laughs> I can't talk today. Where is Heather? <laughs> <laughs> and then JFK. Yeah. Obviously. He was assassinated. Ronald Reagan, which is the first instant where he didn't die, but he was, there was an attempt at his assassination. But he didn't become president until 1981. But he was elected in 1980. That's when the election took place. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So he had an attempted assassination, in 1982, yes. but he didn't die. It was attempted. By John Henry Winkley, I think. Yeah, and then this, <laughs> I found this very funny. So George Bush, George W. Bush, he was elected in 2000. Yes. Because that's when the election took place. He wasn't killed, almost. but he, but he had, he did <laughs> have. He didn't get elected till almost December, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he had an assassination attempt, and I found this very entertaining. Apparently, he almost. Oh my almost, God, you're only a year old when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he almost you have died. You a good memory. <laughs> During his presidency, apparently, he almost died choking on a pretzel. <laughs> yes. No. Wait, yeah. that's his father did that. Yeah. Wait, what? His father almost choked on a pretzel. Oh, wait. Oh, am I reading about the diff the other one then? Are you reading about George W. Bush or George, George H. Bush? George W. Bush. George W. Bush almost choked to death on a pretzel? Yeah. I didn't know that. Pretzel. And a shoe attack? What is this? Oh, yes. Uh, the, during the last year of his um, uh, in office or whatever, somebody um, was throwing shoes at him because he started the Iraq War. So, yeah, that happened, too. Yes, that did happen. <laughs> I saw that on, actually happen during the press conference. He was like, whew, whew. there man, a shoe at me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I guess we can hope 2020 you know who gets elected well then. yeah i mean uh let's 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 not uh, let's not put any <laughs> hopes on a on a, on a uh, public podcast that he could listen to <laughs> okay we're not talking about anyone specifically nobody in specific whatsoever yeah just if there is someone who is happens to be elected 2020 then cat broke one of her first rules when we first started talking about this pol this podcast no politics oh i'm sorry but this is related to the I know. lore i was, I was i'm just busting your balls yeah. by the way this episode is listed on entertainment weekly's list of the top 10 worst episodes of supernatural they say even the show's writers know how bad bugs is they mock the episode in season four the monster at the end of the book cliche riddled a native american curse is behind the bugs a re a uh, replete with gross visuals bugs clearly 
indicates a show still trying to figure out its tone and style. Early episodes of Supernatural pulled from the vast wealth of horror shows and films to come before it, but in Bugs, they forgot to make things scary and just left a disgusting hour for fans to watch, which Cat just absolutely cannot stand. That would be Cat's torturedness. We just take take all this like bug footage and stick her in a room with yeah. bug footage showing over and over again with her eyes peeled open like in Clockwork Orange. Ah! <laughs> I would die. <laughs> I'm already dying right now. So anyone listening to this, when Cat goes to college next year and you want to rush her for a sorority, this is what you should have her do. <laughs> Not rushing for any sororities anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they find out what makes you tick or whatever, and they're like, put her in the bug room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fear Factor they have must... those at college? <laughs> uh, no, they have they have bug survival rooms. The, you know the survival rooms that are becoming very popular? What? Yes, and apparently the survival rooms are built with plexiglass, so the bugs are crawling through the plexiglass. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and you have to figure your way out. No. Because <laughs> you can't touch the bugs, because they want to make sure... That, don't forget, those survival rooms are usually very safe environments or whatever, so if you have a panic attack, there is an emergency button that they'll hit or whatever but you can't get out you have to figure your way out of these survival rooms they can let you out if they find out you're having like a heart attack or something but don't forget the from these from from the survival rooms i went to i signed a whole bunch of waivers that you know i don't sue and i am healthy and so on and so forth but someone told me there's a survival room in i think florida or california i forget what he said that they built a survival room made of plexiglass that they put a bunch of bugs in or whatever. It became like a bug farm within the plexiglass or whatever. So you're in a glass room with its traps surrounded by bugs. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, going back to curses. <laughs> this sounds like Kat's like, biggest dream come true. I'd rather be cursed than be put in a room full of bugs. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Even myself would say that to be true. <laughs> yes, yeah, so what were you saying? Saying? Oh, well, I finished the thing about the presidents, I think. In the uh, Supernatural official companion, um, in the Creatures Hunter manual that we uh, have been flipping through, we couldn't find anything about curses. But they do have a thing about a closer look at creepy crawlies. Uh, there were a lot of great urban legends about bugs, Eric Kripke emphasizes. There are tapeworms climbing out of people's mouths, and there are spiders laying eggs in people's brains, after which all these spiders pour out and eat the brains. This is like cat's like worst fear come true. I'm yeah. Like um, having terrible images in my head right now. Sam says the question is why bugs and why now? Dean says that's two questions. <laughs> <laughs> the bugs themselves weren't the only story element that failed to live up to Crispy's expectations. It's a very true and classic urban legend um, that burial grounds have been uh, desecrated, so therefore certain ancient tribal spirits return for revenge. Bugs was the one time we crossed the line from classic to cliche. Up to that point, we had very well-known urban legends, but they felt classic and mythic and universal. That was the only time I felt myself rolling my eyes. It felt stale, not fresh. I think we've been very successful at putting fresh spins on classic stories. Once you go to the Indians and the Indian score starts playing on the soundtrack, you can hear the groans nationwide. At least I could. And they haunted my nightmares for days. So Eric Eric Kripke doesn't have nightmares about monsters. He has nightmares about bugs. Same. There you go. So you and Eric Kripke have something in common. So again, that's from the uh, Nicholas Knight Supernatural Official Companion Season 1, which is a great reference point because you get all sorts of little uh, tidbits behind the minds of the creators of the show. What's another famous curse that you could find? And I don't want to cover anything about witches because... We will have plenty to do about witches eventually, but so anything about witches and curses, don't cover. Okay, well, we were talking about the thing about 
Egyptian curses before, but yes. But which, by the way, what's the number one fucking creature they've never fought on Supernatural? Yeah, they've never fought a mummy. Yeah, they've never fought a mummy in twelve years. Never. Never. Do you remember? <sighs> I don't. I. I. I if you if you're listening to this, leave it in the comment section. But as far as I'm aware, they have never ever fought a mummy on this show. Yeah, I don't think they have. Yeah, I want a Scooby Doo style mummy mystery on Supernatural where they have to like get the cursed object back to the place to stop the mummy from kidnapping the girl and turning her into his mummy princess. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want I want references to, to Brendan Fraser's movie. I want bre- references to Boris Karloff's movie or Christopher Lee's movie. Like Dean would obviously be more of a Brendan Fraser movie. Sam being the literary literary art nerd, he would mention the classic film instead. Mm-hmm. You know, I want the mummy. I want. I want a creature wrapped up in bandages, going after Sam and Dean, unstoppable, right. throwing them around the room. There you go. We just gave you an idea. What Eric. the hell? Write this episode, please. So, what's going to be happening next is that Cat and I are going to come up with a supernatural fan play that we're going to bring around to conventions, and we're going to have like Sam and Dean fight a mummy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Hopefully, I can get Misha to listen to this episode. So, Misha, <laughs> talk to your director. Talk to your writer. This must be an episode. I don't think we need Misha in the episode because, as as Cass, he's just gonna be too powerful. No, but he, he can just... like talk to the director and writer. Oh, that's right. Come on. Okay. Do this. Yes. Totally. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Do okay. <laughs> so, so this actually doesn't have to do like it has to do with Egypt, but not specifically Egypt curses. Okay. I came because I'm a Christian. The first story that came to my mind when I was looking up curses was the plagues of Egypt. Okay. That was almost like a curse that God put on Egypt for the time when the Pharaoh wouldn't let the Jews leave. And oh, yeah. Included in this was the the plague of flies plague. and the plague. I can't. I need to go to bed right now. The plague. <laughs> the plague. The plague of flies and locusts. So, yeah. There is this um, one curse that has popped up on several websites that I have been to. Um, again, I highly recommend checking out Matthew Santoro's uh, YouTube page where I am citing my information, and you can see where he cites his information. Uh, Whatculture.com lists uh, several great uh, pieces of information that he's used as well. We have the... Now, I am not going to be able to pronounce this correctly, so I will just spell it out. T-Z-I-S curse. I'm assuming maybe the Z is silent? So it's the T's curse? Uh, Ancient mummies have long provided fuel for mislurgeons and deadly curses, as we have just said. The T-Z-I... TZI, the Iceman, is undoubtedly one of the most impressive ever discovered and remains the oldest known natural human mummy in Europe. The Iceman is most known for how remarkably well-preserved the body is, giving scientists an incredible insight in how the Czechoslovak Europeans live. The specimen has always been on the center of a number of controversies, including a lengthy dispute surrounding the true, um, the true discoveries. It has been claimed that the body is cursed. Following a number of strange deaths involved several people linked to the specimen, and all seven deaths have been said to be involved with the alleged curse as four were killed in violent accidents. Analysts have concluded that the deaths were not statistically relevant when compared to the number of people involved with, but some media outlets have proposed that the Iceman could have been angry at being disturbed from a slumber lasting 53 centuries. Wasn't there a Scooby-Doo episode about that? Yes. And a South Park episode about that? I believe so. There's this epi- there's this clip about mummies and curses from Scooby-Doo right here. Hey, Daphne, look. Footprints. And look how big they are. They must be the mummies. Come on. 
Let's follow and stick close to me. Footprints disappear in this area where they're building the addition to the gym. Hey, look over there. Isn't that Dr. Najib's car? Yeah, I thought he left hours ago. Dr. Najib? Is he? He's turned to stone. Poor Dr. Najib. He must have met the mummy before he could leave. I wonder if Shaggy and Velma met him yet. So how about that clip from Scooby-Doo? Wow, that was great. There's always a Scooby-Doo <laughs> reference when it comes to Supernatural. We should just change the name of the podcast. To Scooby-Doo, Creatures and Lore. Oh my god, we would we would probably, I don't know if we'd have a bigger following or we'd lose the, the two people that follow us to begin with. <laughs> um, Which is Heather, her, her, her parents. Yes. Her mom and dad. Yes, yes. And our, our uh, explosive uh, media followers on, on Reddit when I post to Reddit. <laughs> And there's so much more information about curses out there that we just do not have time for to cover. Um, but I, I gave you guys some great uh, little tidbits here and there, and uh, we went over some of the uh, information about how curses are connected to bugs as well. That's all the time we have here for uh, the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast. Don't forget, you can check us out on our group page, Supernatural Creatures and Lore, as well as on Twitter. Supernatural Creature Lore. And I'd also like to thank Jessel Lanter for providing our theme song for us, which you can hear as we uh, leave out the episode. And then we, we'll be back in two weeks for uh, the episode Home, which deals with Poltergeist. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. In the shadows you can hear the sounds The rumble of a hundred hellhounds Cries of the banshee, a terror of the go. You all they can't see if they just know where to go the creature whoa, whoa. it's the creature whoa, whoa. it's the creatures from the supernatural